Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of That's Not Crazy. Uh, we are so excited that it's May and it's Mental Health Month. Yeah, it is. We are working on setting up our episodes for the month and hoping to showcase a few people who have been diagnosed with mental health disorders and shed some light on those things and bring that conversation to the table. Yeah, I'm really excited about it because we get to hear from people who have been going to therapy, who've been diagnosed with these disorders and working through them. And it shows in our conversations, like how much they have learned about themselves through the whole process. Therapy, psychiatrists, psychologists, all sorts of professional help for these issues and how it has worked for them and how it's changed their lives. And even some of the things that didn't work for them and what didn't help and made things worse. So I'm excited to share these episodes with you guys starting next week. And we can't wait for you guys to listen to them. In the meantime, let's talk about our lows and highs. You want to start? Sure. Um, This week, my low was training for this 4 by 4 by 48 this run that I'm doing. I am training by running pretty much every day, sometimes a few times a day. And the other day was one of those times where I was on my like third run. And I was just feeling defeated. I was sore. I was exhausted. I had a really bad headache. I didn't sleep very well the night before because I was working. And I was pushing through it. And it really, really sucked. And I kept thinking, why did I agree to do this? Why did I want to do this? This really sucks. I don't I don't want to do this anymore. Just felt very defeated. So that was my low, feeling defeated. I came home and I like cried for a minute and I was just really upset with myself because I wasn't doing as well as I wanted to be doing. I had this expectation that I was going to be running these miles in 10 minutes and took me 12, 13 minutes on this last per mile on this last that last run that day. I was talking to Jarrett about it. I was like, I can't, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know why I have these high expectations of myself. Like I just need, I think I just need to get through it. And that's all my expectations should be. And he's like, yeah, plus this is your first week of training. (laughs) He was just reminding me like, this is brand new. You haven't been running. It's okay. Yeah, you're not okay right now. And that's expected. You're definitely pushing yourself really hard. So that did help. But the low of feeling defeated and so, so weak. It felt very weak. I felt weak. And I kept telling myself, I'm so weak. Like, why am I doing this? Like physically weak or mentally and physically? Yeah. And emotionally, yes. Like all of it. I just felt weak and defeated. My high of the week is I reached my $2,000 goal that I was raising for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And that's the whole point of doing this. And this is why I'm doing it is to raise money for research for suicide prevention. And I just, it just reminded me of, I was like, yeah, this is cool. I reached this goal. I, I never 
thought would be reached. I did it so quickly. I still have like 19 days before the challenge. So I'm increasing the goal to 3000 just to see what happens. And like I said, it just felt empowering and it felt good. And yeah, and at the end of the day, it's not about you running. It's about raising money for this cause. Exactly. And you've already done that. Yeah. So anything else beyond this is a bonus. Yeah. That's and, awesome. And I was also thinking on <laughs> my run the other day when I was feeling defeated, I'm like, oh, well, I raised enough money already. If, even if I don't complete this challenge, at least I raised money and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like massaging my ego a little bit and like wanting to quit before I even started the whole thing. And but I'm like telling yourself all the reasons why it's okay to do that. Yeah. Or is that just me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I can totally relate to that. And mine are almost exactly the same, although about two totally different things. My low. I just like had a full breakdown, meltdown, sob session. I was just like full on profusely silent crying in my bed by myself at nighttime, just like really feeling defeated and hopeless about school, about life, about just like everything. It was just a culmination of a lot of hard things that I'm doing right now and like beating myself up over the fact that it's hard for me. I feel physically weak. I feel emotionally weak. I feel mentally weak. Like I can totally relate. A lot of it has to do with my schooling. I just finished up my first month of the psych nurse practitioner program. On the days where Maybe I've worked all day and I've had some really, really challenging patient family dynamics to navigate around. When I finish that and then come home and then try to do freaking grad school, like I'm learning to be a practitioner of medicine. And when I, when it doesn't just happen and I have to like, read the same thing three or four times or I'm I was sitting at the table trying to finish an assignment we have these four different research articles that we're answering questions about and so I'm looking at the questions I'm looking at this article in my head it should be pretty straightforward pretty easy to do and I keep going back and forth and I'm like I can't find the answer to this I must be stupid I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting all this money on this program and I can't do it. I can't do it. And that's hard for me to say, especially in an academic setting, because usually school comes pretty easy to me. Mm -hmm. And I just cried. I sat at the computer and cried. And then I'm like, okay, take a deep breath, walk away for a minute, come back. I came back and I was looking at the wrong article. Like, oh, and then I dried my tears and I was like, I'm not that stupid after all. I was just looking at the wrong thing. (laughs) It's like I get, I go so fast down that rabbit hole of like, you're a big loser piece of shit, dummy, and you should just quit everything. And then come back a few minutes later and it's like, oh, duh, I'm looking at the wrong thing. It's not that bad. It's not that serious. But all that to say, like, 
this program is hard. A big reason for that is I've never done this before. This mm-hmm. is my first time trying to do something like this. Empathy and credit and understanding like, yeah, it's hard. You're in your first month of school. You don't know what you're doing. And that's part of the process. And eventually you'll get it together and it'll be okay. People do this all the time. It's one of the things I tell myself too. People do this all the time. You'll figure it out. You'll be all right. But in the process, when I'm in the thick of it, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to be able to handle this. And I'm probably going to have to quit my job. And then I'm going to be homeless. And then like all this crazy stuff. And none of that is true and probably will never happen. And I'll probably be quite successful. I'll probably do really well. (laughs) What do you tell yourself? Okay, because I do this too when I tell myself people do this all the time. Then my other thought right after that is, yeah, but they're so much better and smarter and stronger than you. (laughs) What do do you get that thought? And if so, like, what do you tell yourself when that thought comes to mind? So part of my spiritual connection or my spiritual practice, one of the things that grounds me quite a bit is this idea of oneness. And I'm one with nature. I'm one with the universe. I'm one with my friends and my loved ones. And we're all one and the same. Interdependent, connected. Like the same creator who made the oceans and the mountains and the trees and the really, really smart people and the really, really successful people also created me. And we are all one and the same. If someone else can do this, and if I am one with everything and everyone, then I should be able to do it as well. I was listening to an interview with Joe Biden and Brene Brown. And Joe Biden talks about a thing that his mom used to tell him, which was, nobody's better than you, and you're not better than anyone else. Mm. And that kind of struck me. It's kind of along the same vein for me. Yeah. Nobody's smarter or better than anybody else. We all have different experiences. We all have different opportunities. If every person were faced with the same circumstances, then every person would be able to do the same things. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get that thought? Do you ever have that thought, though, that like maybe these, whenever you're feeling those feelings of um, feeling defeated, do you get that thought like, well, yeah, these um, all these people are so much better than me? I don't think, I think when I'm in that space, I'm not thinking about anybody else. Okay. I'm thinking about myself. Something must be, I'm just not cut out for this. A little bit more egotistical maybe, but I don't think anybody's smarter or better or Mm. whatever than me. And that's that five wing that I so closely relate to maybe. If I'm comparing at all, it's more like I find motivation because I see someone else doing something and I'm like, I could do that. Mm. I know how to do that. And if I don't know how I can learn. Yeah. When I'm, I'm looking at other people as like a source of motivation. Mm-hmm. 
But when I'm down and stuck and in my rut, it's I don't think about anybody else. It's mm. just like, man, you're just a real piece of shit. <laughs> and the reason that everything is messed up in your life is because you just suck at everything. You mm -hmm. suck at life. That's I was really feeling that like. I just suck at everything that I'm trying to do right now. And the reason that it's so hard for me is because I'm just not good enough or smart enough or I don't know. But And, and how did you get out of that? By taking that little break? By I give myself permission to quit okay. all the time. Yeah. And really, I didn't even take much of a break. I cried and then I stopped for two seconds, <sighs> took a breath. I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. And then I look and I look, I compare the two screens and I'm like, oh, no shit. And then I just started laughing out yeah. loud at myself. <laughs> and I'm like, see, there you go again. Like full on going into self-sabotage mode. And it wasn't about my ability at all. And I'm like, oh, it's hard because I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. It's hard because I waited until the last minute to try to do this. And I felt more pressure to get it done and to get it done really well because I didn't have a lot of time to polish it up. It was almost instantly that I felt better about myself because I realized that I just made a silly mistake. And then I, that gave me motivation to keep going. Nice. I have my like full meltdown of just, I had reached my maximum level of stress and I just let it all out and I cried and it was a good straight from the gut cry and I just let it all out. And I find that so therapeutic for me to just have that physical release mm -hmm. and allow myself to have a hard time and be sad or overwhelmed. Sometimes my tears, a lot of times my tears are not from sadness. It's just from being maxed out. And it's like that, that pressure gauge can only go so far before it's released via tears out my eyeballs. <laughs> um, I thought, well, maybe I'm going to have to quit. We'll see how that goes. And I went through that whole process of, okay, if I quit school, how much student loan do I have? Is it my job? Do I have to get another job? What's that going to look like? Is it my living situation? Do I have to effing move again? What are the things? And so I'm like, okay, okay, we'll figure this out tomorrow. Right now it's 11 o'clock at night. My bedtime's typically about 8.30. So just go to sleep, girl, and figure it out later. Mm -hmm. Woke up the next day and I felt fine. I didn't think about any of that stuff. Yeah. It's just like I had a moment. It was all, it was a hard day. I let myself feel it. I experienced all of it. And then the next day, I'm like, if I still feel like this next week, I'm going to quit. And I, I gave myself that permission. I'm not doing two years of school. I'm doing one week at a time. That makes the mountain seem a little smaller. Yeah. I can tackle a week. I can do anything for a week right? Can I do school for two years and I'm in my thirties and I'm tired and I'm getting old and I'm stressed. And I don't know. I don't know if I can do two more years of school. I've been doing school for so long, but I can do a week. And that seems to be getting me through. Now I'm 
done with my first month. I have A's in all my classes. So that helps me kind of get my shit together too. It's like, I feel like such a dumb idiot, but I'm taking three classes and I have A's in every one of them. Yeah. So it must not be that bad. And maybe this whole thing falls apart tomorrow. I'll deal with it then. But yeah, today, right now, that. it's okay. Yeah, that's helping me out a lot while you're talking about that is by chopping this mountain down a little bit to today. It's just going to be, I'm going to run two to four miles a couple times today. And mm-hmm. that's fine. I keep looking at this four by four by 48, staying up for 48 hours, running four miles every four hours. Like, and it's overwhelming me yep. and it's exhausting me. Yep. And instead of looking at this thing, just break it down and each day do what I can to get to that goal. When that challenge actually comes up, I'll be happy that I did yeah. <laughs> these small little interval trainings. Yeah. And I have days where I come home from work and I'm like, okay, I got to do school. Gosh, how I don't know. What do I have to do? This is so stressful. It's so overwhelming. Okay. Let me just do something. Even if I just do 20 minutes and I look down at my calendars and I don't have an assignment to do. Nice. I don't have to do anything today. And I really don't have anything to panic about right now. And I'm going to take this day and enjoy it and, you know, take a break or take a rest day or whatever. So I'm just like really learning how to balance and create some good time management and some scheduling. And I'm in the middle of that, but I'm figuring it out and I'm trying to find a way to make this all work for me. It is hard, but prioritizing, scheduling, scheduling a break, scheduling a day off. Like now I'm taking Saturdays off of doing anything work or school related. Saturdays are just for me to have fun. Mm -hmm. That seems to be helping. But yeah, what I'm doing is fucking hard. And that does, that's not a reflection of me or my abilities. It's just hard. And anybody in this would also probably think it's hard. If they say it's not, they're probably lying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So low hopelessness and defeat, and then high hopeful and excited about the future and knowing that I will get through this, I will finish, and it's going to change my whole life in the process. And when I'm done, it's going to open up a whole different career path for me. It's going to open up, you know, I'm excited about the people that I'm going to meet and the experiences that I'm going to have and the things I'm going to learn. My grades are making me feel really good. Because even though this is really hard, I'm still doing it and I'm doing well. Yeah, hopeless and hopeful, depending on the day, depending on the minute sometimes. And just allowing myself to be okay with that. I think we have this idea that we're supposed to be happy all the time or feel good all the time. And if we feel bad or if we have negative feelings, that that's bad. And or that there's something wrong. But I'm learning to give myself permission to be angry, to be sad, to be confused, hopeless. And the more I tell myself it's okay to feel however I feel, the 
better I feel about it. Like it's just, it helps so much to just give myself permission and to say, whatever it is, you're allowed and it's all right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have two things to add to that. The first thing was you being emotionally honest and me watching that is very inspirational to me. So when people are asking you how you're doing and you're really not doing well, I'm watching how you're saying today's a bad day and this is why today's a bad day. And people will say, oh, but you look so happy. Well, sure, I might look happy and that's fine because sometimes I am happy, but also I'm going through a really hard time right now. Yeah. So that is inspiring me to be more emotionally honest about what I'm going through when I'm having these um, darker negative feelings to talk about them and say them out loud because then it takes the power away from it almost. Mm -hmm. And it might make other people feel uncomfortable because I see how other people respond to it and they want to like put a bandaid over it really quick. And you're like, no, like it's okay that I'm having these bad feelings. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just let me have them. Don't put a bandaid over it. Don't give me a tissue. Like it's going to be okay. Right. And so that's inspiring to me. Another thing that's inspiring to me is watching you go through this MP program. It's encouraging me to follow in those footsteps because I do want to do it. And I keep thinking like, this is going to be impossible for me, but I'm watching you do it and you being honest about how hard it is, but also how good it is and what you are learning and experiencing through it. I'm like, oh, maybe I can do it too. I don't know. And I'm not there yet, but Yeah, and I'm glad you bring up that point too, where people say, Oh, you're you're so much happier, or you look so happy. Well, I'm not calling anybody or recording myself when I'm freaking sobbing and snotting in my bed. Like you don't see that part. Yeah. Because that's a very private and personal experience for me. You're not gonna see that. And for me, when I'm sad or overwhelmed or are feeling those hard feelings, my instinct is to go inward and isolate and, you know, go in my room and shut the door and turn the lights off and just withdraw until I can recover. And I think one of our friends was like, well, you just don't share that with us when you're feeling bad. Like I'm the kind of person who will just want to tell everybody every thought I have in my head when I'm going through stuff. And I don't, but just because I don't share it doesn't mean it's not happening. And just because I'm happy today doesn't mean I wasn't sad last night or five minutes ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important to keep in mind when you're dealing with everyone. Like you don't know what someone's going through. You only know what they're willing to share with you. And depending on how you receive their emotions, might dictate what they're willing to share. Yeah. I think that's important to keep in mind. But if it gets to the point where I have to quit, that's okay too. You are allowed to quit. You're allowed to change your mind. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And that just helps me stick around for another day at a time sometimes. Yeah, it's a good strategy to have. Like, I keep thinking that too when I'm running. I'm like, I could quit right here. Okay, don't quit right here. Just go a little further and run a little bit more. And then you could quit right up the road a little bit. Then I get to that point and I'm like, okay, you could quit right here or you could quit when you get up the road just a little bit more. Yep. 
So that whole thought process is a great strategy to have. Yeah, I think it really contributes to self-care and something else I kind of wanted to talk about today. Like you're, you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to cancel plans. It's okay to decide you don't want to do something that at one point you really did want to do. And I notice a theme for us, you know, we're, we're scheduling recordings and we are trying to get ourselves a little bit ahead with all our episodes so that we're not scrambling at the last minute to try to do something. And in that process, I've had to cancel a recording. You've had to cancel a recording. A couple of our guests have had to cancel. That's all right. Yeah. And something that I notice is a lot of times when we do have to cancel a plan, it's our first instinct to make up a lie about why. Mm -hmm. Instead of just saying, I don't have it in me today, I can't do it, or I don't want to anymore, we have to say, well, what's a good excuse so that maybe the person doesn't get mad at us, or maybe they're not disappointed, or maybe, you know, they can't argue with whatever. And I think it's important if we're really going to try to destigmatize all this stuff and really advocate for self-care, we have to learn to be honest and vulnerable and admit when we just can't today mm -hmm. because of whatever's going on. I don't have to explain it. I don't have to tell you why. I don't have to say anything at all. So I surely don't have to make up something, mm -hmm. you know, and I do it. I think we've all done it at some point. So that's something that I'm trying to be a little bit more cognizant of when I do have to change a plan. Like I said, I don't have to go into the explanation. I don't have to say why, but I also don't have to lie. I don't have to make up an excuse. When we were talking about setting boundaries, keep it short and sweet and simple language and don't leave it up for discussion or argument. Mm -hmm. Something that I'm trying to do is either, I'm sorry, I can't today, or something came up. I just don't have it in me. I know I said I was going to do this, but today's just not a good day. Mm -hmm. And leave it at that. Yeah. And then being on the receiving end of that, when people are canceling on us, being like, no, it is totally fine. Absolutely. Like, we get it. We understand. Let's reschedule. Whenever you're ready, just let us know. Yeah. And something that you told me one time, I was struggling with someone who made up a white lie about something and it really bothered me. They lied about something, made an excuse for a reason they couldn't do it. And that excuse was me and made it sound like, well, I would, but Molly has this thing going on and mm -hmm. that's why I can't. And that wasn't true. Mm -hmm. And it really bothered me. And you told me, People lie out of fear, and sometimes it's a habit that's developed in being abused. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that was really eye-opening for me. Mm -hmm. It makes so much sense, but I never thought about that. And so I'm learning, like, if my instinct is to make up a lie, oh, uh, I remember a long time ago you were like, okay, we're talking on the phone, we're talking for too long, and you're like, okay, I, I got to go get my cat a bath, like, and we're joking <laughs> about like how stupid the excuse is, yeah, and we laugh about it, but we do that, right? Yeah. Like, oh, um, 
sorry, uh, my grandma died again, and, and I my fish is hungry, and I can't go to work today because whatever. Yeah. Like, people probably know you're lying. Yeah, and that pisses people off. Like, that's yeah. rude and it's disrespectful. And why are you lying to me? But we do it out of fear. Yeah. What if my boss gets mad at me? What if I get fired? There's no way they could get mad if I say my grandma died. Right. Again. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Um, so if my instinct is, okay, what do I say? What do I, I stop and say, what am I afraid of? What am I worried about here? And just be honest without, like I said, without oversharing. So learning to be honest, but like you said, also receiving other people's honesty and saying, that's okay. You're allowed. I understand. People will lie because they're afraid. And you can help that by being empathetic and compassionate when someone has to change their mind. And even with empathy, like, Think of how you feel when you have to cancel a plan. Yeah. And the thoughts that are going through your head and you dial the number three or four times before you actually hit send or you try to talk yourself out of it or, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say. Yeah. We all probably feel that way and we would feel that way less if everybody was just like, okay, that's all right. I understand. So I did this like challenge thing for, I don't remember how long I did it for, maybe a couple months where I was like consciously aware of every time I would try as hard as I possibly could to not lie about anything for like 30 days or 60 days oh, or wow. something. Mm -hmm. And because I would do that, I would make up a stupid little white lie about something to get out of something or to like not have a confrontation or to whatever it was. And when I was consciously aware of it, I saw how much I lied mm -hmm. and how much I would have excuses for things or mm -hmm. how like I'm late for work today because there is traffic. No, you were late because you woke up late because you stayed up too late. Right. So don't make up this. Sure, there may have been traffic, but you could have gone on the road five minutes earlier right. and not hit that traffic or still be on time. And you've lived here your whole life and you've driven the same route 85 million times. You know what time traffic is crazy. And yeah. You know what time you need to leave by. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So doing that for uh, however long I did it, I don't remember. I think it was something like three months of just like checking in. Oh, that I want to lie right here. Yeah. I realized how much I, I lie about things. Yeah. And. And that's when I realized, like, I have been in a very toxic relationship that was, like, emotionally abusive, verbally abusive. And I lied a lot in that relationship mm -hmm. to not have a confrontation, to right. not because it was out of fear. And so and that still is my instinct. I, it still comes up because I learned that through those four years, how to function and how to and this was like in my early 20s when my brain is still developing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's still my first instinct is, okay, make up an excuse for this thing because I don't want to sound like a flake or mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, it all I think stems from fear. Yeah. Fear that I'm going to damage my relationship with my friends. Fear that they're going to be angry with yes. me. Fear that we're going to have a confrontation or I'm going to get in trouble at work or whatever. Yeah. So how can I avoid this? Oh, I'll just tell a lie about it. And the thing is, 
most of the time people know when you're lying and they're more mad about that. And how much do we appreciate when someone else just says, hey, I know for me, if someone's like, hey, I'm sorry, I just can't today. I'm not up for it. That gives me permission. Oh, thank you for being honest with me. And I like how that feels. I like that you were vulnerable with me. And now I feel like if it happens for me, that it's okay for me too. If next week I can't do it, I can tell you, hey, today's just not a good day for this thing to happen. And it'll be okay because you did it too. And it was okay for me. And, you know, we're talking, we're sharing feelings, we're interacting with people. We're not going to be on all the time. And if we schedule an interview with someone we've never met before and we're overwhelmed and exhausted, it's not a good conversation. Yeah, it's going to show. It's going to show. Right. And so we have to try to bring our best foot forward when we do these things. And just because it was on the schedule doesn't mean that I'm going to be my best self at that time on that day. You yeah. never know. I have a lot of work to do there because as you're talking, I keep thinking like, I know, but I don't want to look like a flake. I don't want to cancel on people and mess up their plans. I don't want to do X, Y, and Z because it's going to affect these people too. Not And I push down my own mental health mm-hmm. and my own well-being mm-hmm. because of how I might look or how it affects other people. So I know I have a lot of work to do in that. And then like you've told me before, when I've talked about things like that, you say, well, if someone else came to you and said, I can't do it, would you think badly about them? No. Would you tell them they're flaky? No. No. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just giving ourselves permission to cancel, to change our minds, to feel whatever it is. That's been my theme I think over the last couple of weeks that's been helping me cope whatever it is it's okay and I'm allowed and it's so much easier to do that when you're dealing with a person who is understanding and Mm -hmm. empathetic and also allows you to have your feelings so I think being open and honest and accepting other people's open honesty Yeah. So we haven't done a challenge in a while, our homework. I think maybe this week our homework should be being 100% honest. Yep. Like if you're going to cancel a plan, if you're late for something, be honest about it. Yeah. Try to go a whole week without telling a lie. Not even a white lie. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be hard. Again, you don't have to overshare. You don't owe anybody an explanation, but don't lie. Yeah. Just say, sorry, I can't do it. If you, if you can't lie about it. Yeah. Because that, that <laughs> that's, that's the, the truth. truth. You yeah. can't do it. And yeah. it doesn't matter why. Yeah. That's not going to change anything for anybody. So yeah, I like that. I do too. Seven days, no lies. Hmm. So mental health month, May, this yep. is part of mental health is taking care of your own health and um, accepting other people's own boundaries and mental health when it yeah. comes to how they are expressing that and how they're trying to work through that. Yeah. That's the whole point of this podcast is for mental health awareness, emotional honesty, all of that. And we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Yep. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at that's not crazy podcast and share your experiences. We'll put up a little slide maybe and and talk about this whole idea of being honest and 
open and trying not to lie. Good luck out there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll need it. <laughs> Bye.